Hey guys, welcome to episode 149 of A Single Mom's Journey. This was something that I recorded that I was not sure if I was going to post, but it's going to be wellness episode number nine. So here it is. So I've been dealing with something the last six or seven years, and it's personal and People that are in my age range, 40s to 60s, we're all having to come face to face with this, and that is with our aging parents. And the next steps that happen when our parents age. I mean, we're all made up 50-50 from each of our parents, and like with anything, we are past their genetic material and that any health issues they have, we're predisposed to those things if they pass that stuff on to us. Like for each of my sisters, there's four of us girls and each of us, my little sister not yet, but the three older girls, we have each obtained a health issue from one of our parents. My one sister has kidney stones. My other sister had gallbladder surgery because she had gallbladder stones. And for me, I have high blood pressure. And, And sometimes things that are passed on genetically are preventable and others are not. Um, for the high blood pressure, I did have preeclampsia when I was pregnant, but for the rest of my life, other than being pregnant, I've always been within a healthy BMI for my height. I've never been considered, you know, in quotes, overweight. Um, You know how those standards always change as years go by, but I've always been within a normal range for my height. And when I moved to my current doctor, she was kind of surprised when I moved back here in 2012 when I first visited her and she saw that on my medical records that I had high blood pressure she looked and she looked at my weight my current weight and she looked at my weight history and she was like do one of your parents have high blood pressure and I said yes and she's like oh I was like yay yay that genetic roulette that we get and I think because I did have preeclampsia when I was pregnant, that kind of triggered it for me, that kind of increased the odds of me having high blood pressure later on in life, which it did develop. But luckily for me, I do maintain a healthy lifestyle, so I've always been able to get away with a really low dosage of medication. Like I have like a those of you who remember like the baby aspirins, the St. Joseph's baby aspirins, how they were tiny and they were pink, those itty bitty things. That's how little my, my, my pill is, my daily pill. Whereas my niece, who has also always been within a normal BMI, her blood pressure is wackadoo, guys. She has to take a big like 200 milligram pill of something. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. And she's only in her 30s. And she's been having to deal with blood pressure issues since she was in her 20s. I didn't have to deal with my blood pressure until I was in my... My 
my early 40s. So hers triggered really quickly on. Mine, you know, hung out in the background for a little while and finally triggered on. But we both have had to deal with high blood pressure because of genetics. And like I said, we can um, control certain genetic precursors and sometimes we can't. But I'm able to control mine and keep it within a normal range, I think, because I am active. But it's something that we have to deal with. What our parents give us is, you know, a, a roadmap. It's something that is within us and it'll come to pass when it comes to pass. Sometimes because of our lifestyle, sometimes because it just is going to happen, like with me with a high blood pressure. But our health is so tied in with our life and how we lead it. And that's something that I hope to really communicate to people my age range, 40s to 60s, on taking care of themselves. And that's why... I started my IG account. If you haven't followed me there, go follow me there. I post almost daily on my stories and posts, and I even do other things on there. But that kind of documents my health journey and my life journey, you know, what I do with my kids, all the other activities that I do because what I want to do is inspire people like I said my age to do more not just to sit around and do their job and be sedentary and think that life is over because it's not life is what you make it and we still can do so much in our lives so much guys so I don't know about you but once I got into my 40s 50s I started to feel my body changing. You know, you start to feel the aches and pains when you wake up. You realize that post-workout, your body takes a little longer to heal. There are reasons because you're aging. The HGH in your body is like barely there anymore. And your bones and your ligaments and everything in your body is starting to feel older because of this. And so that's kind of right. the reason I take HGH gel um, so that my body can repair itself more quickly and I feel better and more energetic. I sleep better now that I am on the HGH gel. And that's something that's naturally in your body. So I'm adding something that is depleting, kind of like vitamins. You know how people take vitamins because there's a gap because their nutritional um, consumption in their food isn't quite up to the daily um, recommended standards, you know what I'm saying? And so that's kind of like the HGH. I'm just supplementing something that's been depleted as I've aged. And hopefully more people like realize the benefits of it because stuff is awesome in that it helps in so many areas of your body. It's not just targeted to one thing. But anyway, I digress. So, you know, as we age, you know, with our jobs as as professionals, most of us sit around all day. So we're on our keisters all day on laptops, computers, 
doing work and on the phone. And I want to inspire people to stay active, do something every day, take a walk, you know, take the stairs, do something for yourself because, you know, there's that book by um, Jeff Olson, The Slight Edge. And it's true, the little things that you change in your life can add up to big results in the end. For example, there's somebody I know who used to drink three cans of soda a day. Three cans, like instead of coffee, they would drink soda all day, like one for like mid-morning, one for lunch, one for dinner. And this person decided to cut down the consumption to only one can a day. So think about it. Three cans a day times seven is 21. Times four weeks, you know, that's 84 cans, 84 times 12. Come on, how many cans of, of soda is that? And then the amount of sugar in each can. Now that person reduced that consumption to one third of what they were taking. Just imagine what an impact to their body that was to have that less sugar flowing through their system. How many fewer calories they were having to deal with to keep off, you know, to stay active, to burn it off rather than have that sugar accumulate in their body, the calories accumulate, and for them to gain weight. Yes, it's true. They were able to maintain their weight so much more easy after cutting it down to one can a day. And now this person is whittling it, you know, weaning herself off to no cans per day, trying to just take a sip here or there. Few and far between versus every single day. And it's great because she's feeling better and she's realizing you know water is really good for her and all that stuff so that initial change has resulted in a huge change for her if you've never read the book the slight edge i highly recommend it because those tiny changes that you make in your life do accumulate into a huge change if done over time like eating a salad once a day. Not one of those salads that are loaded with everything in their brother that are like, end up being like 800 calories because you have the creamy dressing, you have the bacon, you have the, 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 uh, the pasta salad with it. I'm talking just bare bones, kind of just simple salad with, you know, dark greens and a little bit of vinaigrette maybe some pumpkin seeds, a little bit of grated cheese maybe, and a little bit of protein, like a little bit of grilled chicken. That is like an awesome, oh, and add olives and pepperoncinis. Oh yeah, that's a great salad because those are fresh items, the, the veggies. And that can be so savory based upon the additions that you put in there. One of my favorite salads is a Greek salad. Oh, such a good salad and it's so super simple. But see, making those choices to eat something simple like that, it's a choice. I mean, last week 
I had a really hard call. I took a really hard call from my sister who told me that my dad was in the hospital. My dad has been, like I said, dealing with a health issue for the past six or seven years. It's been a hard six or seven years for my family. And it's come to a head that last week he was put into the hospital. And it doesn't look good. It, it really doesn't look good. And he's had health issues since, let's see, the first time that he went to the ER. I actually remember, guys, I totally do, because the first day that he ever went to the ER was my sixth grade graduation. And remember, guys, I'm 52. So this was like 40 years ago that I remember that he went to the ER because he was in so much pain that day. They didn't know what was going on with him. He ended up going to the ER. It was my sixth grade graduation. I had minimal attendance to that because he was in the ER. I was trying to be happy for my day and my accomplishment, but he was in the ER, so I couldn't really be happy at the same time. So it was a, bit, it was a very bittersweet um, day for me. But that was the first day that I realized my dad was not a Superman. That he was a regular person. He dropped off the pedestal that I had of him as being, you know, just... I thought he, he had it all. You know, that nothing could touch him. And then I realized he's just like us. He can be hurt. And I remember feeling the pain that one day he'd be gone. Like I knew it would be like way, way in the distance. Like I knew way, way in the distance. But that was the first day I realized that he was just a mere mortal. My big, strong dad. He needed help. And that was the first day I realized my world changed. My eyes were open. Mm. Yeah, I just, I'm just remembering how I felt that day. And now 40 years later, it's come to, to where it is. And it's a difficult thing to grasp, even as an adult. So there are going to be lots of changes for my family these next couple weeks, couple months. Changes that we knew were coming that I know, like, for my mom, she's not prepared, even though she's had time to digest what was happening over the past how many years. She's still not ready. I had to bring up a topic with her over the weekend, and 
I realized she had totally blocked it out of her mind and was not even, had not even contemplated the thought. It's a hard time, guys, and if you can live a healthier life, not just for you, but for your families, that would be awesome. I mean, people say, I just want to live my life, you know, just let me do that. But you have to realize that your families have to live with your decisions as well. They end up being the caretakers. They're the ones who have to make the hard decisions when you're not able to. So I fully agree that you should enjoy your life, but always know that your family is also impacted by your decisions. It's just the way it is, and it'll always be that way. But anyway, guys, I'm just mulling things over and just spitting things out like I always do just without edits and things and so that's where my mind has been the last week and I've even been like not really much on IG or even my Facebook page or messaging my friends I've been detached and just thinking in my own head I'm not even sure if I'm going to publish this or not, but if I do, just know it was me rambling on, just getting my thoughts out. Anyway, guys, that's it for this ramble. I, yeah. And I'll talk to you guys again soon. Hey guys, and that's a wrap for this latest podcast. Would love to hear your feedback on this podcast. And if you have any ideas on future podcasts, leave me a message on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or even here on Anchor Messenger. If you're ever looking for my Thankful Thursdays, you can find those on Instagram, on my IGTV, or on my Facebook page, both A Single Mom's Journey. Again, thanks so much for listening, guys, and I'll catch you on the next podcast.